welcome to the Geriatric Millennials with Jamie and Beth. Hello, everyone. I know. I'm excited for this episode. I'm so excited. Like, I think that this is one of our first annual episodes now. Like, we had our first year last year, and now we're back in 2022. With the best of the 2022. So I feel like 2022 was a much better year than 2021. I agree. It was interesting looking back at what I thought my best devs for 2021 were. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them I still stick by. And I was really surprised at how many of like the same beauty products I was using and that Oh, kind absolutely. Oh, I can't wait to talk about yeah. that. But um, a lot of good things came about in 2022. So we're going to jump into it. We're sharing Definitely. our favorite books and podcasts and music and movies and and self-care products and all the things that we loved in 2022. Yes. Oh, I just realized I forgot to think of the music ones. That's Dang. Okay. okay, I'm, I'm going to I got some. Yeah, okay. So we're going to start off um, strong with books. Oh my gosh, that's my biggest category. I, Jamie read so many books this year. She posted on her, in her on her personal stories every month all the books she read. I well, I like, only started Dang. doing that in September. Okay, it felt like the whole year because I was no, like, No, I've only done it three times. It was really cool. And you read <laughs> more books you. in those oh three months gosh, than I actually, did in the whole year. I, I'm enjoying doing that. And yeah. I think I'm going to continue once a month. I'm just yeah. going to do it because I like doing it. Yeah. And I will say that the books category is my biggest category because I really didn't do a lot of other stuff <laughs> in terms I of exclusively like read. media. <laughs> so I have quite a few books. It was, it was hard to narrow down. Okay. Oh, I literally have three. Well, great. Let's get into it. Okay. Well, now I am embarrassed, but not. <laughs> okay. So my, I didn't, okay. I didn't read that many books this year. That was part of it. Yeah. So I picked from the books, out of the books I did read, some of them I read for reasons that weren't my own necessarily. It's like they weren't my own picks. So it was just okay. like, okay, like I'm not going to include this children's book I read or anything like yeah. that because okay. that's weird. Okay. So my first book is The Duke and I, which is the number one book are uh, the first book in the Bridgerton series. Oh, that's right. You were yes. reading that. So I read it because I liked Bridgerton so much. And like, I was like, oh, these books are popular. I'll read it. And it took me into a whole new genre of book because it's more like romance. It's yeah. not like Fabio romance where it's like his throbbing member. Was, you know, <laughs> It's not like quite like that. I mean, they had its moments, but it wasn't like super cheesy, but it was good. I liked it. It was like, all right. And I, st- I've started reading. That's the other thing I have to confess. So, um, on my bookshelf, there's no less than five books that I'm like 50 pages in. So I have several mm. books I've been trying to read now for a year, um, but have not accomplished. But number two in the Bridgerton series is on my bookshelf right now or my, or my bedstand. So I'm like halfway through it. That's anyway, cool. But it was good. That's awesome. Yeah. Give I don't know. T- give me two for every one I get. Okay. You. Okay. Okay. So I looked back. So I have the my reading journal log, mm-hmm. which is really helpful. I I love filling it out because I've been keeping track of all the books that I have been reading. And so I go back and look. Okay. The first one that I have on my list is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Okay. Loved it. It was so fascinating. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And... I'm trying to think of the category that it, it's definitely fiction. And I'm trying to think it's slightly sci-fi. I don't even know what genre it is necessarily. Mm-hmm. But the premise is really fascinating. It's uh, this woman who's who just does not age. Oh. So she's been alive for centuries. Oh, wow. And it's a really, really interesting book. So I really like that one. Okay. 
Okay, and the next one. Mm-hmm. The next one is, this is a short read. It's a YA book, and it is called The Poet X. And it was, it's a, it's, the whole thing is, is like poetry. Mm-hmm. But it's that kind of poetry that it's like the read aloud, what is it called? Slam? Oh, Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Kind poetry of. slam. And it's a coming of age uh, book The from the perspective of, I think she's 16. And it is so well written. It is such, it's, I listened to it. This is an audio book that I listened to and I would highly recommend it. It is, it's beautiful. It's so good. And in terms of the character being so realistic mm-hmm. and and then how it how she does it in a poetry style like tells this whole book it's just crazy it's so good it's so good so that's my second pick okay i i'm pretty sure that's on my goodreads like want to read list so well, that makes not, me even more excited mm-hmm. yeah okay my next book is a ya book and it's called the good girl's guide to murder and it's about this girl who works or is trying to figure out like there's an infamous murder that happened in their town or missing person and presumed dead type of situation and uh she just it's like her whole little adventure into trying to figure out as her like senior project who what happened to this person and it's like it wasn't like the i mean okay it wasn't the best book i've ever read in my life but it was very entertaining and so it was really nice like a nice little quick read took just a couple nights and it was really good and then I think they already published two more. So I oh, actually just cool. picked up the picked up the next in the series. But it was really good. The Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Just a cute little story about murder and mayhem in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound good. Okay. So one of the things that I do is listen to audiobooks in the car with my daughter when mm-hmm. I drive her to and from school because it's about a 20-minute drive each way. So we get about 40 minutes a day of, of listening to a book. And so... I will do the best of okay uh, from this last year. All our books have been really good, but we, so I have never read Harry Potter before. Oh my gosh. So this 2022 was the year of Harry Potter for me. Mm-hmm. And so we, we listened to three and a half so far. We're halfway through the fourth book and love it. Mm-hmm. My daughter's a huge fan. She's already read all the books. So we're, it's for her, it's rereading. Yes. But. It's been amazing, of course. It's mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so Harry Potter. And then the other book that I picked from the ones that I've read with her this year is called Where the Mountain Meets the Moon. Ooh, what's that about? <laughs> you know what? I'm not very good at summarizing. I'm not very good at it. I just, so it is about this little girl's journey. Mm-hmm. And it is set in China, okay. I believe. And it's kind of... There's some elements of like magic, but mm. it's, I'm terrible at summarizing it. I don't even know what, I don't even know what it's about to <laughs> do, but I don't know how to put it into words. It was just really, really well written mm-hmm. and a really fascinating story. And I loved that it was set in a different time in a different country. And I'm, I'm really drawn to those kind of books. So that was my number one pick other than Harry Potter this year. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. My last book is Like Water for Chocolate. So I had never read that before. It came out in like the 90s. And Didn't they make a movie out of that one? They made a movie out of it. Uh, and I watched the movie in snippets on YouTube because I couldn't find a free version anywhere. And I was like, I am not paying $9.99 for a movie. <laughs> um, but it was really good. It was it was a really interesting story. Uh, it, it, it 
it really just um, is a beautiful tale of family and and trauma and food and love and life. And it was so beautifully written. And it's uh, the food in it sounds amazing. So that was great too. And the imagery is just just incredible. So I just, I really enjoyed it. It was one of those books that you just can't put down. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, and it was a quick read too. So it was like, I think I finished it in just like a day or so. And it was, um, I got to the end because I don't want to do any spoilers for a book that was written in the nineties. But it was literally like, after I finished reading it, I was just like, oh my gosh. And I literally like, somebody had recommended it. So I instantly was just like, I need to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. It was really good. Okay, I have a few more. Mm-hmm. So um, I will do the nonfiction category next. So I have two books in the nonfiction category that I thought were really, really, really good. So the first one is The Making of Biblical Womanhood. Oh, that's a good one. So even though it was kind of, I felt like it was kind of uh, repetitive in some ways, and it wasn't like a book that I was just like, oh, I can't wait to read this because mm-hmm. it's not I, I'm not I don't usually feel that like that about nonfiction. But the woman who wrote it, her research was so she's a professor. And I, I feel like I learned a lot mm-hmm. and I really appreciated her perspective and had some good discussions about it afterwards. And I and, and she's a, his, a history teacher. And there was so much history that I don't even know I'm not aware of that influenced this topic that was just fascinating to me. So I really liked that one. And then the other nonfiction one that I think every single woman alive should read is Come As You Are. Oh, yeah. Have it's you amazing. read that? Yeah, it's amazing. It is so good. Yes. It's all about women's sexuality and and understanding the science of that and it's it, understanding like your orgasm and how your how you function and like they get into it yes all of it but like all of the pieces of yes. that and as just basically how everyone is normal mm-hmm. and and why and the differences i mean it was just it was a really really good um explanation and helpful book so i that was my other nonfiction one okay and then i have I have more. Oh, wait. <laughs> one more nonfiction one that was so good. I could not leave it off my list. It's called What My Bones Know. Oh. And that one is a memoir. Mm-hmm. And she is uh, an Asian American woman. And it is about her complex, what is it called? Her complex trauma, PSD. Oh. But it's oh, complex. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. C-P-T-S-D. That one. PTSD. Yeah fascinating i learned a lot from Mm -hmm. her story and it was just really really interesting and i really recommend that one and then um okay back to fiction (laughs) oh my gosh okay i have three more and then i'll stop so the book sanctuary i read that in uh latin what is it the latin heritage month okay is that what it's called yeah (laughs) uh oh my gosh so good it it is, but it's heart-wrenching. Mm. And it is a fictional book, but it could very easily be a nonfiction kind of book. Like mm-hmm. it's it's set in about five years from now, oh. but it is, it's kind of a scary uh, picture of what the world could very easily become. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it's heart-wrenching, but it's so good. And then um, 
I have two more. So lessons in chemistry. That one is just hmm. that one was my favorite light, easy read of okay. the year. And I just really enjoyed the book. Does I, it have a blue cover? It might. Okay. I don't remember what the I cover feel like that's is. on my I've seen that on a book talk. I just really liked it because I loved the story. It was set like in the 50s and it's uh, it's like women, women empowerment. Mm-hmm. A lot of my book picks are. And then the last I think my favorite book that I read this year, if I just had to pick one, is Firekeeper's Daughter. Okay. It's also a YA book, but mm-hmm. I don't know why it's classified as that. But it is a uh, Native American. Mm-hmm. A Native. It's set in Native American reservation up close to the border of Canada. And there are so many topics and things hit on in this story and in this book. Oh my gosh! I I we read it in my book club, and I couldn't wait to talk about it because there was just so many topics mm-hmm. and really important things that our reality in our mm-hmm. world like there was oh my gosh so much i can't even i can't even tell you at all but it was i think that was my number one book oh wow yeah of 2022 That's i loved so it cool. i loved it so much well you had quite the read here oh, oh my gosh i know okay and there were others i mean but pl- i like i plethora. said i had to narrow it down but mm-hmm. i i love books man yeah. and yeah. i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks yeah i i feel like that really helps to the years that i've been into audiobooks my reading like kill is or my kill count. That is not what I want to say. But my reading count has been so much higher. Oh, that's why mine. That's why yeah. that's how I listen to the, or I'm sorry. That's how I read the majority of my books. <laughs> it's with my ears. Yeah. Because I can multitask yeah. and I do it when I drive and I do it when mm-hmm. I do chores and just when I'm. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Just doing whatever. Yeah. Well, for me, it's been like if I'm not listening to audiobooks, I feel like it's like every other year. So this year was definitely not an audiobook year. It was a podcast, podcast year. Yes. So it's like the podcasts get me, man. Yes. And it's just like I found some really I found new podcasts this year, which I've liked. And um, I'll start with um, I started listening to the B- the BBC has a bunch of like fiction podcasts, like storytelling ones. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's a nice break from like reality yeah and so many podcasts i mean there again there's a podcast for everything but a lot of the podcasts that are the top podcasts are all like true crime and i just can't after a while like i i'm not really big into the true crime because it's too um real scary like i just not i'm not into it because it's yeah it's scary and it's like it's like real people you know what i mean like real tragedy and real you know real real tragedies and real trauma and so sometimes it's just like i just can't but i started listening to this one called restart and it's kind of reminded me a little bit of ready player one in the sense of it had a lot of throwback to different pop culture things but it's basically about um these kids and they're playing a game together they're not kids i these kids they're in college um (laughs) but they're playing a game and um it just becomes much more real and they kind of get um, it's it's the same world, but they get pulled into this whole conspiracy and all of this stuff going on and they have to kind of solve some problems. I don't want to give anything away because it's and it's really short. It's a short um, series, but it was really good. And it was just nice to listen to like, you know, an audio play basically mm-hmm. um, over the course of uh, my work day. So it was really good. So the restart and then they have a bunch of other ones, too, that I have like in my queue when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I discovered two new podcasts mm-hmm. that I listen to. So most of the time I listen to those first mm-hmm. and then I listen to my book. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the, the week or whatever. Yeah. So um, 
when we did this last year, mm-hmm. I mentioned NPR. Still listen to that yes. daily. But this year, I have discovered, and I have mentioned this in other episodes, but since we're doing the 2022 recap, yes. here we go again. Do I feel it coming? You do. Okay. You know what I'm going to say. I know say. what you're going to say. It's the podcast <laughs> <laughs> with Knox McCoy and Jamie B. Golden. Mm-hmm. I love them. I feel like they're my friends, mm-hmm. even though they're not. <laughs> uh, I just love their podcast. So it's called the podcast, and I listen to it every week. Oh. I, I To be truthful... I've only listened to like half an episode. Mm. I know. It, mm-hmm. I know. I need to get on it. Maybe. It might not be your thing. You know, I feel like it's like I go through cycles for podcasts. Like I'll just be obsessed with one thing and it's the thing I'm obsessed with. And mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I'm not going to say you're obsessed with a thing. Oh, I but totally am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I've been really into this podcast called Something Was Wrong. I've mentioned it before. Um, and it's like, it's a much heavier, I guess it's the most heavy podcast that I listen to because it's based in true stories, but it's women telling their stories of being in an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah. You have mentioned that. But they're to me. all like, it's all different. Like I just listened to an episode from a few seasons ago and it was just about a girl um, who started dating this guy when she was young. And the person that ended up being abusive was the mother-in-law. And like oh. just kind of her, like all the things the mom was doing to gaslight and to like undermine and to like you know but it was just fascinating because i think we've all had people in our lives that have like have you know you know people some people just like to manipulate or they try to like assert some power over you in different ways and it can be it can be a romantic partner but it can be a friend it can be a family member it can be all these different things and a lot of times that abuse isn't necessarily something that people might register as abuse so when you're telling people about it they're like what's what's the the problem yeah Mm -hmm. And it's not like you can go to the cops like, hey, this person's gaslighting me and just right. making me feel crazy, you know, but they just tell a lot of different stories. And it's it's interesting to see how the the most recent um, series, this is I think they're on series 14, they um, are going through there's just one guy and he's actually from Washington State. So when they're talking about him, they're talking about him being in like Seattle and Yakima. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, those are so close to us. And it's just this guy that's like, you know, kind of a predator and all these women that came forward of just like the bad behaviors he was doing and just, um, you know, it was just it was just really interesting about how well, and the the fascinating thing about this is they ended up exposing him on Instagram. They made a private Instagram where they were all sharing the stories. So all these other women were joining and sharing their stories. And so like and warning other women. And it was just mm. it was it's been a wild ride. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's just really interesting. Again, it's pretty heavy, but a lot of the stories aren't like sleeping with the enemy. You know that? Do you know that movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessarily like that, but there's just like a lot of nuance to to relationships and especially like toxic relationships. So anyway, I just find it very fascinating. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my other one is related to the podcast because it's the same host (laughs) and it is called the Bible binge. Mm. And I really do like that podcast as well. And so I listen to their I think they have an episode once a week. Mm. And so I've been listening to that too. Really enjoy it. And they do a lot of, I I feel like it's very relatable for me. Mm -hmm. And so they do a lot of things like they, for example, they'll do favored or forsaken and they'll Mm -hmm. take a topic and then they'll discuss why they think it's favored or why they think it's forsaken. And then they have ones that are uh, ones that are stuff we didn't get in Sunday school, like different topics. And then they kind of, talk about it in depth and then decide if it's something they should have gotten in Sunday school or not and why. And I just, 
have really enjoyed listening to that podcast mm-hmm. as well. So nice. Yeah. That's on my list too because of you. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've saved some episodes. I'm like, I got to get on this because yeah. Jamie loves it. I do. My last podcast is um, some shameless self-promotion. Oh, yeah. Because I started a pod, another podcast this year called Boozy Book Reports. And the premise is, um, well, basically, like, I have a friend at work and she came into my office like four years ago and we were talking about life and I don't know how we got on topic of books we read when we were kids. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you should do a podcast where you read the books you read as a kid, but do it, you know, and then drink while you're doing it and it'd be funny. And so that's what we started yeah. this last year. And so we just read books from our our childhood and our adolescence um, whilst drinking cocktails and just- You read talk- the book while you're- Well, we read the book ahead of time and then we discuss it while okay, drinking. there yeah. we go. That there, makes sense. I mean, but I'm sure there has been some drinking whilst reading the books. <laughs> You know, but in preparation. But it's just really interesting when you go back and especially the things that you read in your formative years mm-hmm. and the things that like the books that like you thought molded you and you read them with an adult lens and it's like, oh, yeah, that this was, was not that appropriate for children. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't believe my parents let me read this. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, they didn't know I was reading this stuff. And so I'm like, I probably should have talked to somebody about this. But oh my it's been really it's been really good. So I've enjoyed it. And it's forced me to read more books. So there yeah, you go. that's cool. Yeah. Okay. More? I don't. Nope. Okay. So what's the next from category? Po- so from podcasts, we're going to move over to more media. We're going to move over to TV land. Okay. Which I have quite a few. I'm guessing Jamie. I have one. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So I'll give a couple. So I really, most of my year has been dominated by one TV show, which I'll get into, but I really liked this show I watched um, early this year. It's called the, um, Arawabi, which I might be pronouncing that wrong, School for Girls. And it's on Netflix. And it's based on this like girl, this girl's um, only school in, I, I thought it was Turkey, but I don't, it's, I can't remember what country it is, but somewhere in the Middle East. And um, it just kind of, it's fascinating because um, it's in a different language and it's beautifully shot. And the story is really interesting of like the struggles that those girls face in the, that culture. And there's some similarities, but there's some things that are different. And it's just, it's like a tale of bullying and revenge and self, like, um, like kind of coming into your own and just figuring out life. And oh my gosh, it sounds like a show I would really like. It was, it was, it's really good. It's heavy though. It's not like a, oh, maybe but I wouldn't like it. But it's fun too. You know what I mean? It's, it's a high school show. So okay. it's like, you know, high school, I it's like it runs the gamut. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. It was so good. Another high school show, this is from South Korea, was called All of Us Are Dead. It's a zombie film. So (laughs) it's like a series where basically um, somebody gets (laughs) zombie-ism, some kind of disease that makes them a zombie, and they end up going to their school and biting someone, and then it spreads throughout the school and then throughout (laughs) the city. But it's really good. It's like you're – it's like in the midst of like trying to – to like combat zombies and stay alive, people are having to deal with like the issues of being in high school mm-hmm. and like your bullies right there and they're still bullying you and there's you're literally trying to get away from zombies. And that it sounds it, very stressful. It was it was a lot, but it was really good. It was a good it was okay. a good one. So if you like zombie films or uh, apocalyptic type type stuff, it's a good one. I have one TV show. I know. I have Can I go? Yeah, several more. Okay. So mine is Stranger Things. Oh yes. Uh, season four yeah it was really good so it was at first i wasn't sure i wasn't 
I wasn't convinced that it was going to be something I wanted to watch mm-hmm. or really stick with. But then I got into it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So good. So I think that might be the only TV seri- um, series that I watched this year. Maybe. I'm not sure. I really didn't watch very much TV. I know. So I watched a couple movies though. So I know. We'll get to those. Yes. Well, I have a few more. Good. Um, keep going. So there's a series on Netflix called The Sandman, which is basically like, I'm not the angel of death. It's the angel. It's the sleep guy. Whoever re- is the god over the sleep realm mm-hmm. and he gets captured. And it's like this whole story. It was very weird and different, but I was just like, it was kind of just like a breath of fresh air in the midst of just like normal television watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of fun. Uh, my trash show was Love is Blind. Now, I need <laughs> Jamie to watch the show. I watched the first season when I had COVID. Oh, that's right. And so I have been wanting to watch the second season yeah. and I just have not. I think I watched one episode mm. and I, I I still want to, Beth. I yeah. want to. Well, season three is here and oh. season three is trash. Really? So, so so wait, when did season three come out? It just came out. Like oh, so you watched so season, season two in and 2020. Oh, you <laughs> I've watched all of them. (laughs) I need to catch up with you. But it's it's really like there's it's just been really interesting. I mean, season one to me was still the best because of it was new. Yeah. Um, And I I wait. Is this the one with the pods? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so season three was it's you know it's now you know the formula and the kind of everybody. So they're like in the pods. Yes. And then they get engaged. So they yeah. So they. So they, if you've never don't know the premise, basically they take all of these guys and all these girls and you have all these basically speed dates, except you're in these little pods where you're just talking to a speaker. So you never see each you other. You can't see each other. Yeah. But you get to know each other. It's yes. like this weird, like concentrated time of yes. like, deep conversation, yes. all, like day after day after day. And then people, quote unquote, fall in love. And then they, yes. they have to don't they have to get engaged before they, they can go on to the next step? Well, yes. But like so you'll see people weed out because like there's tons of people when they first start and then it's just less narrowing and less people. It down. Yeah. And like, if you haven't made a connection, you're off the show kind of thing. Um, but so then they get narrowed down and then finally, like if they feel like they want to, they can propose to that person and then they see them for the first time. And, and then, then they send them all to like, a honeymoon. They, yeah. Pre- they send like, them to like a long vacate, a little vacation and where then, they share a hotel room with each other. Yes. Some choose to want want and some don't. And then they go back to quote unquote reality, which all of these people are from the same city. So they move into this like all the same apartment complex. And they live together. And they live together. But they the couples live together. The couples live together individually. Um, but they don't live in like their respective apartments in that city. Right. And so they get to know each other and then they have to decide if they want to get married. And then they have like this whole like wedding. And it's not until they say I do's if you know the person's going to stay with you or not. So sometimes they'll get up there like, I love you so much. You mean so much to me. You're my world. Like this has been the best experience ever. I've never loved someone this much. And then the the officiant will be like, do you, do you, do you say I do? Do you want to be married to them? And they'll be like, no. I know. <laughs> It's like, what? Uh And then and then there's always drama around that. And then what's fun is that they always do kind of like an after the wedding type thing. So it's like um they they have a reunion. Like where like like it's a whole wedding. The family's there, they're dressed wearing wedding dresses and such. And and they go down the aisle like they cannot let them know until that moment. Which is so dumb, but it's also it, it's very for, entertaining. Yes. Well, and, and it's what's nice is they do a reunion show, which is always juicy. And then like 
a little while later, they do like um, a follow up where they're kind of showing the couples oh, I would as like married that. and everything. Yeah. So it's really good. Oh, it's like the best trash TV, you know, totally. it's so good. Okay. Another one is The Business Proposal, which is another Korean drama. And it's about this girl and one of her gigs, like a side hustle for her, she will um, go on blind dates for people that like, because in Korea, it's very popular to like set people up on blind dates, like families and stuff, you know, people encouraging to get married, um, at least in the dramas. Um, And so this girl like takes someone's place and she'll act like crazy so the person doesn't like her. And the guy that she goes on the blind date with ends up kind of being like, you'll do kind of thing because his he's getting pressure to get married too and it just is this whirlwind of calamities it's so good um so if you like uh korean dramas uh, the business proposal will be your friend i loved love death and robots which are, are all shorts and um they're all animated in different styles so you have like 3d animation and you have classic animation and you have like like just all these different types of animation and telling these stories and so i really enjoyed that And last but definitely not least is Sister Wives. I've talked about Sister Wives all the time. And I just want to say Sister Wives right now is having the biggest resurgence on TikTok. It's like all over TikTok. Elise Myers just mentioned it. She did this whole like kind of wrap up of like TikTok's trends that were popular here. And she talked about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been on the Sister Wives bandwagon day one, episode one, 10 years ago or 12 years ago now. you are invested. I'm like a legit fan. And so like I've, okay, don't judge. It's my go-to like in background show. So I just have it on repeat when I'm doing dishes and that because I don't like a quiet house and I don't want to listen to music. So I don't want to listen to podcasts. I don't want to do anything but watch Sister Wives. So it's on all the time and I've seen every episode like a gajillion times. And so people are now are jumping on the Sister Wives TikTok bandwagon and they're talking about things. They're like, well, I don't even know who this is. I'm like, I can tell you exactly who that is. Okay, that is the sixth son, you know, like it's way too much. Um, But yeah, it's it's made me so excited that like it's had this big it's had a really big year. And like the last three episodes are airing like right now, like this Sunday is the first of the tell all where they like grill them with questions and stuff. And I'm so excited. And every Sunday I get up and er okay, I'm showing my true self. (laughs) I'm being very vulnerable here. But like I have Discovery Plus. So Sister Wives comes out on TLCs on like Sunday nights at like 10, I think. But if you have Discovery Plus, it comes out in the morning. So I think it long, I think it gets dropped like two in the morning. So I watch it. I wake up on Sunday mornings. Boom, your girl's up. She's immediately watching Sister Wives. Immediately. Because then at 9 a.m., there's always this TikToker who does a live where she watches it and then talks. So there's like two to 5,000 people watching the TikTok with her and like people are commenting and stuff <laughs> oh and she's gosh. going off and I'm like, yes. And I, I mean, am I commenting? No, because I don't do that. But I'm there. You're commenting in your own house? In my, in my own house, in my own head. And it's like, there's been times where people have wanted to hang out on a Sunday. And I'm like, oh, I can't because there's going to be a TikTok live that I need to see. <laughs> Ugh. But anyway, yeah. I love Sister Wives. That if you are not so watching it, you are missing funny. out on one of the best reality shows there Do is. you have to start off in the beginning to catch up? Um, no, but I think that you should start in season one. That's what I, like, isn't that the beginning? Well, I mean, I think you should watch a couple episodes so you have a, like a foundation of what's who okay. the Pete players are. Because if you've been, been watching you this jump. for ten years, how many seasons are there? Um, they're on season seventeen right now, I think. Oh dang! But the thing is, is like to there's a lot of seasons this? you don't have to watch. Really? Like okay. I mean, nobody's asking for this, but maybe I'll make Beth's ultimate sister wife's guide where you can just watch certain episodes from different seasons hey, you might, that won't you could become get you that there. TikTok lady. I do not want to be 
a sister wife's TikToker, but I will share it with everyone that cares. Because Jamie, You're I the- have enough going on in my life that I don't need more sister wives. Plus, do you I just have do you listen on to right any now. podcasts about the sister no, wives? No, they're they're out there. I just don't. Oh, yeah. Okay. I again, I'm fixated on it right now. It's going to go away. Start another podcast? No, no, no. This is going to go away, and a lot of people have jumped on. If I had done it a long time ago, maybe, but no, no. Again, I'm just in it right now because it's in the season, and I'm like, but it's like you know, I would say by February I'll be over it. So, okay. We'll anyway. See. I don't know. We talked about this last year. I don't. I mean, I'm always going to watch it. I'm just not going to be obsessed with it year round. Oh, I see. I'm only obsessed with it when it's you know prime time. Wow, we have a lot on our lists. I know. I'm I'm kind of surprised. I know. I had a really long book list, and you had a really long TV list. Okay, no judgment here. (laughs) Oh, but it's true though. It's true. Facts are facts. Yeah, the fact is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Because now I want to watch all those things. Yes. And, and I want to read. Don't you want to read all those books? I definitely want to read every single book you mentioned. <laughs> we still have a lot of categories to cover. We do. So we're going to do something we've never done before. We're going to divide it into a part two. Yes. So we will see you guys next week with more. More of the best of 2022.